Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Catalyst Podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today is a solo episode. I put some polls out in social media to see what you all wanted to hear about in the next solo episode, and overwhelmingly, the response was that you all wanted an episode around channeling. So what does it mean to be a spiritual or divine channel or spiritual divine medium? Both of those to me are interchangeable. They mean the exact same thing. So what does it mean to be a divine channel? What does it mean to prepare yourself to be a channel? How do you act as an intermediary? What is the role of things like integrity and um, our purpose? And I mean, there's a lot here. So what I will say is I have no notes, y'all. Uh, I w- it was very clear to me as I was preparing for this episode that this was going to be a channeled conversation as well. So this is just a conversation between friends to talk about what does it mean to be a channel in this world that on the surface is pretty wounded. Our human collective is quite lost and we are deeply imbalanced in a space of shadow. And there are those of us who identify as star seeds, as light workers, as earth angels who are here to bring balance back to the light. So bring, bring balance um, away from shadow into light. Not that shadow is bad, y'all. I am a shaman. I have navigated the deepest, darkest shadows of my own spirit and soul journey and, and of this collective and shadow is incredibly important. And in order for us to move forward as a collective, we have to restore balance to the light. And so many of us are here to do that. And channeling is a way for us to do that is a way for us to bring balance back. So this episode is all about channeling. I'm really excited to dig into this with you all and perhaps share a bit of my story. Many of you actually have been around for a while, so you're probably pretty familiar with my story. And for those, this is the first time that you're hearing from me. I'll just talk a little bit about that as well. So where to start y'all? Okay. As I am feeling into the energy of of the human collective, but also feeling into the energy of you all who are here listening in this moment, I feel this, oh man, this questioning. Oh my gosh. And and a lot of it is curiosity. Yes. Like some of you are just like, what is this? What does this mean? But so many of you y'all have been following me for a while, have been having your own spiritual explorations, understanding your intuition, have been seeing signs, hearing messages, and you're still doubting. Oh my goodness. And I feel that. So before we even begin into kind of the nitty gritty of what it means to channel and how I can support you in some way around that, the first thing I want you to do is to breathe. Just take a few deep breaths and connect with the presence, with your divine presence I feel many of you, your higher selves are coming forward. Your higher powers are coming forward. Benevolent ancestors, spirit guides, archangels. Just breathe into the spaciousness of this moment. There's so much space here, y'all. And not coincidentally, in the spaciousness is where you can begin to pay attention and notice the messages that are arising, the tiny hints, the songs that are playing in your mind. 
all of this, y'all, is the message. If you are sensing anything, whether it's an emotion in your body that's coming forward, anything in this moment, you can begin to believe is a channeled message. That's it. You're already doing it. You're already doing it. Can you believe it in this moment? That you are deeply capable and that you've already been doing this. Most of you have been doing this your entire life. So the first step is to believe, is to trust. It's to trust in your own capability first, to trust in your knowing of who you are. You know who you are. And you love who you are. I feel that for so many of you. Many of you have been navigating some really challenging situations that have made you question who you are, that have made you wonder if you really are this divine spirit that's been sent here to help. And y'all, that's by design as well. You're in these situations because you're remembering who you are. And I was just going through a situation very recently where I had someone very, very dear to me challenging me about who I am and really doing that in a way of like, are you sure that you're hearing from source, higher power, the divine God? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And that was so hard, y'all, especially because this person is so important to me and I value their opinion so highly. (laughs) It's a family of origin situation, just so you know. And source puts us in those situations so that we can stand firmly on two feet in the groundedness of the divine and knowing who we are to say, yes, yes, I know who I'm hearing from. Yes, I know who I am. So if you've been navigating situations that have been challenging you in remembering the essence of who you are, it's because you're being strengthened. And I feel that in my entire body, y'all. I feel the goosebumps of that saying, that, that, that moment, is that you know who you are and you get to be completely unapologetic about the truth of that. You get to stand in your power and your truth. And those moments where you choose courage in the face of those who might be in their own shadow, their doubt is a projection. It has nothing to do with you. Their doubt is a projection of their own gifts and their, their own disbelief and doubt in who they are. So first and foremost, let go. Let go of all of the ways that this world has made us forget who we are and let go of all of the ways that we value the opinions of people who we lo- whom we love so, so much, whom are so important to us. Let go because their projections have nothing to do with who you are. So that's the first, that's the first part of this Channeling 101 lesson is to know that if you have been challenged, if you've been feeling challenged by people whom you love 
around the messages that you're getting, around the choices that you're making that you know are bringing your life into alignment, into divine alignment. If you've been challenged, know that it's all with purpose and it's been strengthening you to be able to stand in your truth and to say, I know exactly who I am. I know exactly who I'm hearing from and I know exactly why I'm here. So breathe into that for a moment before we move on to the next piece. You know who you are. You know why you're here. And you can trust your ability to communicate that to the people you love. Some of you, it's like, well, I don't love this person. (laughs) I'm hearing that too. It's like, well, the people that are challenging me are people that I don't necessarily really care about. You're quietly quitting at work. Like I feel that for so many of you. It's like these people are challenging me, but I don't. mm -mm." So my question to you is, when are you going to begin to be brave, my love? If you're in situations, and I felt that, ooh, I felt that in my whole body. If you're in a situation where you're getting constant bombardment, I'm hearing bombardment of messages that you must stay small, play small, that you feel physically ill or your mental health is suffering because you are in an, an experience, a situation, a work situation, whatever it is, a friend group where you are being bombarded with messages of you better stay small if you want to be here. It's time to be brave, love. Like you already, you've already gotten so many messages, so many signs that it's time to move on. So what is keeping you there? There's a part of you that feels some sense of comfort by being in that situation. There's a part of you that is getting something out of it. It's time to get crystal clear about that. And it's time to get crystal clear about what is needed. What is one, what is the one step forward? What is one right move? What is the one stone lit up on my path in this moment to allow me that would allow me to give myself permission to begin moving into spiritual alignment. For some, it might just mean looking at job opportunities. Maybe today is finally the day where you just open up LinkedIn or wherever people look for jobs (laughs) these days. I don't even know y'all. I'm like, I don't, I don't think I ever want to go back to working for anyone other than myself, but wherever you look for jobs, maybe it's just today is just like today I look. Maybe it's about speaking your truth in a meeting or speaking your truth in in a relationship where you've been feeling too small. And it's, it, it, this doesn't mean to blow it up. And I say this in many episodes. It's like, I don't mean blow up your life. That is not what I mean. What I do mean by this is that you know exactly what the first right, the first right thing is, the first right step. And it requires courage. And it requires trusting that you're hearing clearly. Again, this is about channeling, y'all. 
So what would it take for you today to find a quiet space, to breathe three deep breaths with no intention in the moment, just, just to be? Take three deep breaths and perhaps ask, what is, what is the first right thing? What is the next step? What is the one stone lit up on my path that would allow me to stand in the wholeness of who I am today? That's it. And if you get a response, if you hear a song in your head that gives you a hint, if you see something in the physical, if you see a sign, if you hear a message outright, or if you feel something in your body, that's all information and you're already channeling my friend. So exciting. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) So the next place we are going is what does it actually look like to be a channel, like dedicated? I am dedicated to my practice as a channel. There are a few things. There are a few things that I do every single day to enable me to be a clear channel. And this is going to look different for everybody, but what I would encourage you to do is to connect and understand what does it mean for me to be dedicated to my practice as a channel. That could be something you could journal about. It's something you could sit in meditation about. For me, what this looks like is every single day, every single morning, (laughs) the first thing I do after I greet my son (laughs) is drink a glass of water, full glass of water, smudge, clear my energy. Cause y'all, we, we are journeying in our dream state, especially those of us that are incredibly tapped in. Like you are leaving your body, you're doing some work, you're doing the spiritual thing in your sleep. And so when you wake up, it's really important for you to clear your energy. I do. I clear my energy morning and night. Um, and what that lo- and and oftentimes throughout the day because of the nature of the work that I do, and so for me, what clearing my energy looks like is drinking that glass of water, and smudging. So dried sage. Uh, you could also use things like Florida water, but any any tools that you would use to clear your energy. So I I burn dried sage and I put the smoke all over my body and just kind of like clearing my energy field. And then I use sound bowls. I, I do sound bowls and chimes to just, because for me as somebody who is clear audience, um, and, and I'll get into all the clear senses, but clear audience is basically, I receive a lot of messages through sound. And so for me, sound bowls, chimes are really important for clearing my energy. And so I do those things without fail every single morning. And then I go straight into channeling. I, you know, I make sure my son is good and he's five so he can entertain himself pretty easily and he'll come in if he needs anything, but I, I connect. It's the first thing that I do. I put up protections and I ask the divine, I ask the universe and my benevolent ancestors, any and all spirit guides of good character. I ask them to come forward to place protections over me and my kiddo actually. And I will ask, you know, a few, I'll set a few intentions, make me a clear channel, um, you know, create a space for any and all healing that needs to occur. So you get to decide what your mantras and protections and all that looks like. But if you are really dedicated to your practice of channeling, I really encourage you to begin to think about what does my practice, like what is my consistent ritual look like? And this will change over time. Mine has changed so many times over. 
And so um, that is my practice to get into my channeling, you know, healing, quote unquote, space. And, and that's just a metaphysical space. And I do this morning and night, actually. I channel morning and night and throughout the day as needed. And so that that's what preparation looks like. The other thing that I do to keep my energy really pure from a from a perspective of being a divine channel is I move my body. This was something that I didn't do at first um, when I really began channeling a lot. And this was um, two and a half years ago when I really, really, well, actually close to three years now when I really started hearing messages really loud and clear. Uh, I wasn't necessarily moving my body and moving the energy of it all. and, And it got stuck in places. And so if you are really dedicated to a consistent practice of channeling, I really encourage you to find some kind of movement so that you can process everything that's happening in, in your energy body as you're channeling. It has to move through like energy cannot be stagnant. Um, it'll start to, what I'm hearing in this moment is if you, if you are channeling a lot and you're not moving your body, it begins to take up space. Even if, even if you're doing all the things to clear your, all the other things to clear your energy, it starts to take up space in different parts of your body. The healing can't move through you, um, easily and it creates blockages and you just, it's, it's easy, not easy, but it is simple to avoid. If you find a practice of movement for me, I I do quite a bit of cardio. So like running and elliptical, but I am really, practiced as a yoga, yoga instructor, yoga practitioner. And so yoga is also a way that I move my body. And so for you, it might look like I just take a walk around, around my neighborhood, or if you're not able to walk, if you're limited in some ways, like find some way to be able to, um, stretch or just, or just create intentions for, for that movement. The other thing that I do to keep my energy really clear is every single night, I take an Epsom salt bath. So Epsom salts, there's a lot in the spiritual community and the, you know, intuition development community. Epsom salts are really effective at, at cleansing and clearing energy. So if you're able, if you have the means to be able to do that, um, it could also just look like taking a shower with, um, something like black soap. You can get it on Amazon or, or target, you know, there, there are other ways that, that may not be as, um, I'm just gonna say it expensive, like Epsom salts are pricey. (laughs) It can be, it can get expensive to do that. And so find your ways. This is what I call all of this is energetic hygiene. So this is a way for me to keep my energy field clear so that I am able to hear the messages, to, to sense the messages, to feel them and to be able to interpret them with clarity. So just kind of some housekeeping stuff (laughs) for those of you that are really serious about this. And so now I'll just go through all of the different ways that information can flow to you. So I I've alluded to some of them, but I'll just, I'll go through the list of the main clear senses. So clairvoyance is, uh, it translates to clear seeing. So clairvoyance basically means like in my mind's eye. So in the, the center of my, (laughs) of my seeing, when I have my eyes closed in my mind's eye, I am actually seeing images. It can also be in the physical realm. Like I see angel numbers all the time. I see, 
I see signs, like I'll ask for a sign and I'll see a sign that will point me in the right direction for a decision that I'm trying to make. Um, Claire, clairvoyance is all about seeing. So seeing in your mind's eye, seeing in the physical. Claire audience, which I alluded to, is clear hearing. That can be hearing in your mind or that can be hearing sounds in the physical. Again, any of these, all of these senses, you can interpret messages on on many levels. So whether it's internal or external, it's all it's all the same. You're still getting messages. So clear audiences, uh, am I hearing actual like speaking in my mind? And this can get kind of tricky because I think some people are like, well, how do I know that's not just me making it up? How do I know that it's not just kind of like my, you know, shitty self-talk or whatever? The biggest way that you will be able to discern what is a divine message and what is not is your spirit guides, your benevolent spiritual supporters will never, ever, ever, never, ever put you down. They will never say you're stupid. They will never say anything that would make you question the divinity of who you are. What I will say is they will challenge you. They will ask you questions. They might give you a hard truth, but they will never make you feel bad about who you are. They will never, ever put you down. And even if you're like, okay, well, maybe it's just like a good part of my brain that's making, you know, I'm making sense of something and it's like, okay, but it's still me. How do I know? You don't necessarily have to. That's that's the beauty of a lot of this is because if it's coming from you and it feels benevolent it's still part of the message. That's the beauty of this because we as, as energetic beings are multi-dimensional, multi-layered. And so if you're getting a message, it, it might be coming from you, but it's exactly what you need to hear. So you get to trust that. You get to trust that. Even if you don't, if you're not sure where a message is coming from, but you know in your knowing, in your in the heart of your hearts, like you know that it's a message, you get to trust that and you don't necessarily have to know where it's coming from. This is this is also part of you getting back to this place of like, do I believe who the universe is telling me I am? Because if I am and that message is coming from me, it's still divine, right? Oh, so good, y'all. So, and you could also be hearing, if you're clairaudient, you could also be hearing things in the physical. So every now and then like I'll put a playlist on shuffle and I'll be kind of like toiling over something in my mind about a decision. And then the perfect song will come on that will be like, okay, that is so much confirmation about the way I need to go. So you get to trust both. You get to trust it all. Okay. The next one I'll talk about is Claire cognizance. So Claire cognizance is a tricky one. Claire cognizance is clear knowing. And basically all that means is like, I get this little drop of awareness when I am trying to make a decision or when I'm not sure about something um, and I set an intention to want to understand or get a message about it. Claircognizance is like, it just kind of like appears. <laughs> like people who are claircognizant, it's really easy for them to disregard because it's like, well, I have no idea where that came from. Um, clairvoyance is like, you kind of have a path, right? Okay. I see a vision and this means that, and you kind of have the pathway to the data, the information that you're seeking to the message. But claircognizance is like, I just know, I, I can't explain it, but I just know, like I, 
I know like I'm not supposed to go to that thing tomorrow. I can't tell you why, but I just know I'm not supposed to. I'm not meant to. So claircognizant folks, what I would encourage you to do is to begin to trust your knowing. It's it's so hard. And I know because I have supported so many claircognizant folks and you can do it. And And all it takes is you basically acting on your knowing. <laughs> so if you get a knowing like I, I'm not meant to go to that thing tomorrow and you don't go, that's you telling the powers that be that I trust my claircognizance and I can I I trust this information that you're giving me. And it's basically creating the opening for them to continue to give it to you. So begin to act on it. And that goes for all of you, all every single sense. If you begin to act on your knowing, if you begin to act on the messages, you'll get more and more. You're going to be more and more trusted with the information. Keep doing it. Keep going. Okay. So the next one I'll talk about is clear sentience. This is clear feeling. Uh, this, a lot of folks identify as empaths, the clairsentient folks, um, it's not all interchangeable. There are slight differences, but if you are an empath, there's a very good chance you are clairsentient. Also highly sensitive people identify as clairsentient often. And what clairsentience means is you receive your information through a number of ways, your bodily sensations. So goosebumps, you know, a pit in your stomach, like feeling aches and pains in your body, that is clairsentience and also emotional information. So when I think of that thing that, you know, I'm quote unquote supposed to go to tomorrow, do I feel a sense of dread? Am I feeling small? Am I feeling uneasy? Are these, these are all ways that your clairsentient, your clairsentience is communicating with you. So you can trust, you can trust your emotions. You can trust the pit in your stomach. You can trust all of the ways that you are receiving information through your body. This could also be what they're showing me in this moment is like shaking hands. And we don't really shake hands as much because of like COVID or whatnot, but like even being in physical proximity, like maybe touching somebody, if you are, you can often get information and, and you don't even necessarily have to touch them. You can just be around them. A lot of times, clairsentient folks can feel what that person is experiencing. Um, so you're getting information about a relationship. You're getting information about them. Um, it, it's why so many of us that are, I'm deeply clairsentient. So many of us that are clairsentient uh, get groceries delivered. <laughs> like we hate going to the grocery store or going any place where it's like risky to like take on the emotions or the experience or even like the aches and pains of other people. And so just know it's totally normal. And there is a lot of shielding and protections again, that are that's required for all of these, but especially clear sentient folks, because it's so easy for us to take on the aches and pains of others to take on the emotions of others. Um, it, it's why for me, as much as I can understand um, challenges in mental health and all of that. When when loved ones are in a really low place, it's I I will be there for them as best I can. But sometimes I like can't be in physical proximity with them when they are going through a depressive episode. How can I support them in other ways? Because it's so easy for me to take on that depressive episode and and fall into. D- despair and hopelessness and and take that on so that it's clairsentient folks boundaries are your friend boundaries 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 um shielding creating energetic barriers and boundaries so that 
you are being really, really careful and caring, I'm hearing, about the ways that you are engaging your own energy in those spaces. And that's also energy. So if you if you feel like you sense energy really clearly, that's also in this moment, they're saying that's also a sign of clairsentience. If you're like, that person just has really wonderful energy, I can feel their energy, that's clairsentience. The next clear sense we will cover is clear aliens. And what that translates to is clear smelling. And so this one, I actually have a beloved dog that passed away that every time I used to take him out on walks, I would smell Jasmine. And after he passed away, I would still get whiffs of Jasmine every now and then. And um, so that is a way that he is communicating with me. So clear aliens is really around um, being truly psychic with our sense of smell. A lot of times it is like, okay, I'm smelling cologne in my apartment, like a men's cologne, and there's no reason I should be smelling that right now. Or um, when I first connected with a friend of mine, when my gifts were really blowing up, I was like, why do I smell Filipino food? It's because she was cooking Filipino food um, in her home. And so Claire Aliens is really just getting intuitive information through our sense of smell. The last one that I will talk to you about is Claire Gustance. And Claire Gustance means clear tasting. And this one is, you know, a little bit more rare. I don't support as many people where Claire Gustance is their main intuitive sense, but it's just like it sounds. You have your intuitive information flowing to you through your, your sense of taste. Super common with folks like chefs, anyone who does anything with the palate. Uh, so if people are like, oh, I know the exact flavor to add to this to make it taste like something else, like that is very common in folks who are clairgustant. And also this has been popping up for me a bit lately because in my journey of really becoming connected to the ways that my trauma responses are showing up, like my fight or flight, I can actually taste in my mouth when I am experiencing fight or flight. So there's some chemical or hormone that our body releases, and I'm actually able to taste that now because that is another way that my intuitive gifts are showing up. So those last two, Claire Aliens, Claire Gustance, a little bit less common with the folks that I support, but still very, very relevant ways for your intuition to speak to you. Yeah. So that is just the nitty gritty. Those are kind of the ways that the channel information flows to us. We've talked about what it means to protect our energy, to, to prepare our energy, to clear our energy, to be clear channels. And the last thing that I'll say just to kind of tie it all together is, okay, so what, <laughs> right? Like, okay, I'm hearing clearly, I'm getting, like, it's probably really easy to be like, okay, so great, like, I'm getting information, now what? That now what, so what is entirely up to you. You get to decide, like, what does it mean for me to be a channel in this world that, again, is deeply wounded, that's imbalanced in the shadow? What does it mean to me? To What does it mean to me to be a clear channel here? And how do I want to use this beautiful tool that was gifted to, to me, to us, in order to be who I'm meant to be here? Like, first of all, who does it, what does that mean? Who am I? Who am I meant to be here? Why am I here? And how do these gifts tie into that? 
how do these gifts support me in that? Right. So for me, I'll just, I'll speak about mine is like when my gifts really started blowing up, you know, close to three years ago, I was deeply out of alignment, deeply depressed, deeply anxious. I was medicated. I was in many, many situations, a marriage, um, a work situation, like places that I felt like I had completely made myself so contracted and small. I would, I had put myself in these boxes that were too small for me and I was deeply unfree. And so when my gifts really started popping up, I saw it as a beautiful gift for me to begin to understand how do I free myself here? in all the ways that I've made myself unfree. What does freedom look like? What does it look like for me to walk the path that I truly believe Source and I co-created when I came here? That's something that has been shown to me so many times is being in what I call the in-between. So in-between incarnations. And we are constantly being (laughs) reincarnated. like we we have multiple existences and multiple dimensions and multiple lives at in multiple timelines all at once and so but there are these moments of in between where we are gathering the information from the life we just lived we're gathering the lessons we're integrating it and then we get to choose where we're going next what lessons are we going to to glean who are we going to meet what are we going to be who are we going to be what are we going to do what is my purpose? All of these questions that are answered in the in-between. And what I've been shown is that our higher power source divine is always there in the in-between along with our trusted spirit guides, angels, archangels, ancestors, soul connections. Um, we have these kind of like round table discussions to decide, okay, here is what what I'm going into. This is who I'm going to be. This is, this is the path I want to take. And so for me three years ago, when my gifts blew up, it was me deciding that I wanted to realign. And I feel this in my whole body. I wanted to realign to that divine path that I chose when I came here. And I knew I was deeply off path in a way we can be on path and off path at the same time, right? It's like I was off path because I felt all the misalignment, but I was on path because I was making my way toward where I was meant to be, who I was meant to be. And so my channeling allowed me to begin to make decisions to be brave, to make decisions to choose courage when it felt more like my default to stay small and to be quote unquote comfortable, even though I was deeply uncomfortable, but to stay in this life that I had curated and crafted for myself that on the surface looked amazing. There are so many people that were like, I had no idea what you were navigating back then. You just had it all together. Yeah, it's called trauma. (laughs) It's a trauma response. And my ability to be brave and to let go of all of the things that were keeping me in these cages of my own creation, it was time to let them go. It was time and it was time for me, it was time for me to make steps toward this divine path that I had chosen before I came here. And so the channeling that I had done in that, especially in those early months was like, okay, all right. It's, it means 
speaking up at work. It means, you know, I put out this really vulnerable post that went out to, it was, we had like at the company I was working at at the time, it was a very large company and we had this kind of like internal social media thing. And I put out this post that was like, I love you <laughs> to like a bunch of engineers and rash, like, you know, people who, you know, it just wasn't the culture to come out and say like, whoever, whomever you are, I love you. Um, and then I gave some, you know, just like channeled wisdom. I just channeled this like really beautiful in my mind, it was beautiful. And I, you know, I said, here's, here's how we can come back into balance, you know, at this company that I was working at. And many people, many, many people reached out and were like, that was beautiful. I'm in tears. Like it makes me think of my family and this and that. And many were like, I don't understand you. And you know what? All of it was with purpose. It was really hard for me in that moment because I was so early in my channeling that I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, this is so vulnerable. Like it felt like opening the trench coat, <laughs> so to speak of like, this was really, really scary. And like, that was me saying yes to my gifts. Right. So in the very, very beginning, it was about being brave. It was about choosing actions and steps and speaking my truth and being in so like trusting my gifts so much, my channeling, trusting my channeling so much that my life just began to move into alignment because I was acting on it. And so that's the, so what it's so that we can begin to live the life that we all see in our mind's eye. We, we know what we desire. We know who we want to be. We know what we want to manifest. We can see it so clearly. We know it in our bones. We know it in our body. We can feel when we're out of alignment and we so desperately crave to find alignment in those moments. That's the so what. It's so that you can live the life that you are meant to here. It's so that you can be all of who you're meant to be here. Because I can tell you just by feeling into your energy as you're listening to this, you, my friend, are so important here. And you have everything in your ability to know exactly the messages that are coming through. It's about you trusting. It's you trusting that you're hearing clearly. It's about you trusting that you can and will be brave enough to act on the information you receive. And it's about you stepping forward because we're all in this together. We are all here. We are all here to make a difference. And it's so, so important. You're important. You matter. Even in the moments where you don't feel like you do, you do. And choosing actions that show yourself, show the universe that you know you're important, even when you don't feel important, that is what's going to move you forward. That's what's going to bring you into the alignment that you crave. <sighs> I love you. I love you so much, friends. Everything that you're doing is with purpose. Everything that you're navigating is with purpose. All of the shadows and the light and the people, the richness, the beauty, 
the sorrow, the sadness, the rage, all of it, all of it is with purpose and all of it is divine. And you get to trust that you're exactly where you're meant to be. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I would love to connect with you around this. Please find me. Um, all of my information is in the show notes. Find me on all the socials at Shaman Leilani. If you feel called to work with me, you can find that information on my website, shamanleilani.com. And I'm just so grateful you're here. You're so important. For now, be still my friends and live into your impact. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon.